Hey moms, welcome to my devotional grace for a mom's heart. I am Dorinda, wife to one, mom to eight, nana to six, and also the author of Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, 31 Days in God's Word. It's a devotional written specifically for moms where I take passages of scriptures that I have read over the years. Um where God has shown me how they apply to motherhood and to homeschooling. Um, So if you're a mom or you're a homeschooling mom, join me today for a few minutes of encouragement from God's Word. Before we dive in, I do want to mention a resource that I have found to be incredibly valuable, and that is uh, the Scripture Lullabies. If you go to scripture-lullabies.com, I'll include the link in the podcast notes here, go and check out um, their just vast number of songs to choose from. There are songs on there. Um, there's an album, actually, that is specifically to help children who are struggling with nightmares. There's another album for quiet times. There are uh, scripture lullabies for children and for babies. There's just a, an amazing amount of peaceful music. And I know that having peace in our homes is so important to us as moms. And I just would encourage you to go check this out on um, Spotify, on all the major platforms. Actually, they stream uh, scripture lullabies, scream, streams, not screams. <laughs> Actually, just the opposite. It's incredibly peaceful. If um, you go to any of the major platforms, you'll be able to find them. If you want to go to their website, it's scripture-lullabies.com. I will include that link in the podcast notes so you can go and check them out. Um, again, uh, peace in our homes. Isn't that what we're longing for? And there is nothing like music, peaceful music, uh, to really bring that um usher in the Holy Spirit and just that spirit of peace that only God can bring. So let's go ahead and dive into uh, this devotional that I'm reading from my devotional, Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart. Today, the title is called, Wait Patiently for Him. The passage is from Genesis 2, 4 through 17, and I will read through that first, and then I'll read uh, the entry that I've written into my book, Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart. So uh, I had this all pulled up on my phone, and there it is. Okay, good. <laughs> all right, so Genesis 2, verses 4 through 17, read this, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. This is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth. For the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. Instead, springs came up from the ground and watered all the land. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he placed the man he had made. The Lord God made all sorts of trees grow up from the ground, trees that were beautiful, that produced delicious fruit. In the middle of the garden he placed the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed from the land of Eden, 
watering the garden, and then dividing into four branches. The first branch, called the Pishon, flowed around the entire land of Havilah, where gold is found. The gold of that land is exceptionally pure. Aromatic, resin, and onyx stone are also found there. The second branch, called the Gihon, flowed around the entire land of Cush. The third branch, called the Tigris, flowed east of the land of Asher. The fourth branch is called the Euphrates. The Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord God warned him, You may freely eat of the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. We were never, ever made to live independently of God. Information is at our fingertips all day, every day. Our smartphones, computers, televisions, and other devices feed us an overwhelming amount of information. If we want to know something, we Google it or we message someone. Information can be a blessing, but it's most certainly not a blessing if it comes at the cost of depending on God. After God finished creating the earth and all living things, he laid out boundaries for Adam and Eve. They were simple and straightforward. The Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord God warned him, You may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. I find the names of the trees intriguing. The tree of life represented God's presence and provision, and the one who ate of it would have eternal life. Eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil would open man's eyes to knowledge that would most certainly burden him. It represented a human grasp for autonomy and wisdom that belong to God alone. We were made for utter and complete dependence on God, yet the world constantly tells us that we need to be independent, autonomous, self-reliant, and choose our own destiny. Jesus showed us a different way. He himself was totally dependent on the Father. In fact, he said this in John 5.30, I can do nothing on my own. I judge as God tells me. Therefore, my judgment is just because I carry out the will of the one who sent me, not my own will. God's economy often works in a completely different way than the world's, but his economy is where we are called to live. Therefore, we can safely and confidently take the time to wait on him for his direction without panicking or feeling hurried. Psalm 27:14 says, "Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous." Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Take a few minutes to meditate on or even write down what God is saying to your heart right now. And then another few minutes to write down or meditate on what your heart is saying to God. In other words, pour your heart out to Him. Be real with Him. Be authentic. Here are a few questions to help you dig deeper. 
In which areas of your life do you need to find rest today? Can you find a way to slow down and let your heart be at peace, welcoming the presence and provision that God has for you? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your kindness and your goodness to us, Lord. We thank you for providing your word to show us the truth, to lead us to you. God, we were made for utter and complete dependence on you. And that's hard sometimes to recognize and realize, especially when the world is telling us that we need to be self-reliant and that we need to make our own choices and choose our own destiny, God. Help us to lean hard into you today, to be humble, to humble ourselves before you and to acknowledge you, Father, to wait patiently for you and to know that it's never a waste of time to wait on you. God, as you said in Psalm 27, it does take courage and bravery to wait on you. Help us to be brave and courageous, to put our trust in you. Pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.